everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards Comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So anything can go Hell be exclusively fill the past enemy Sabertooth And you killed your dad for the second time in hell Man, tell me that's not badass Man, tell me that ain't badass Who runs the CBMFP? Master Blaster Master Blaster Two men and one man leave Hates the podcast <laughs> that Comic Bastards does every week. Uh, yeah, that's. I'll let you figure out where that movie <laughs> quote. I didn't think you were going to do that voice the whole time. So I, that that's me that's how he sounds, man. I know, but it caught me That was hard. a tough fucking place. You went in there and. Mm, only one of you left. Dude, kids had guns. Everyone gun, had guns. Gun, gun, babies had guns. Tina had a gun. Oh, crazy. I've, little kid with the hair and i, I was like there I, I told you too much you're gonna figure out the movie wow. if you're a true nerd geek turd at dude loves shit <laughs> that society's rejected <laughs> then you're gonna know what movie that's from is it tiny dancer or private dancer private dancer <laughs> whoopsie hey what's going on everybody this is kevin this is dustin and we're back on track <laughs> hopefully hopefully uh, we're gonna mix things up today, maybe. Just kidding, we're gonna start off the news. Because it's reliable, it's trustworthy, <laughs> and it's what you care about. I want to talk about something real fast. Wes Craven and Stephen Niles is gonna tag team for this thing called The Coming of Rage. It's a comic book that Niles will write, and uh, Wes Craven will attempt to direct it. Okay. That's all I know. It's, I mean, it's probably going to come out next year. And it's based on the Rage video game. No, it's the coming of Rage. It's a, it's a new property. Oh. Who, who the fuck wants to see a movie about that shit game? But it has the same font thing. I don't think, I think you're, I hope not. I, no one ever mentioned that. I figured, because that's, that's well, ID that's, uh, the, software. Yeah, that's who made Rage, Li- though. Liquid Comics, the coming of Rage. Okay, but that Rage is the same font that the video game had. Well, it's too bad. I hope it's not the game. Pretty sure it is. No, that game sucked, dude. I haven't finished playing it. Well, who knows? I hope you're insanely wrong. Because why would they call it the coming of Rage? Because it happens before Rage. Hmm. So so a a mediocre game that had poor sales and bugs galore. Yes, it's own. You feel, you feel a little. I, I took the wind out of your sail. No, huh? there was no wind in sails because I was just really going to make fun of Wes Craven for about twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Continue. No, now the desire's lost. Well, I'll make fun of him. Well, he's a shitty director, and he's old. No, you can't fall. That red eye movie sucked. Well, duh. Everything everybody knows everything he's done in the last twenty, thirty-five it's years. It's all the same thing. He just slaps a new coat of shit on it don't get me wrong i enjoy his previous work i mean back when he was hungry 
wanted it more. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, well, there you go. That's that. So, Wes Craven's real bad director. (laughs) That's the moral of the story. That's all I had. All right. What about, um, what seems exciting for you? The Scott Pilgrim Mania? I'm going to dive right into it because it seems to be... It's gonna Wednesday's gonna be lips. insane. It's with this Wednesday. It's this Wednesday. Five hundred copies out of the thousand that they printed, and I think by the second issue they will probably print like five thousand of these instead and not <laughs> limit their sales. Um, it's just it comes with the Evil X edition, mm-hmm. which I definitely want. But then it just comes with all those extra goodies and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, exclusive prints. It comes with the gold, you know, the the one up life coin. Um, just all sorts of just cool things if you're a Scott Pilgrim fan. The interest has already been like insane for it where Ani's predicting that their website will probably crash on Break Wednesday. it. Break so, that website. I want everybody if you don't even if you don't even care, just go to it. No, don't go to it. In fact, I'm only telling you about this so you'll just stay the fuck off the website so I can get one. No, you so. see he just challenged you. <laughs> he threw down the gauntlet. I say break it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, I want one. I just don't know if I have like a hundred dollars laying $100? around. A hundred dollars? I think it's like 80 or something or like 89, I want to say. But, you know, I'm just rounding up because at that point when you get that high, you're just like, whatever, I heard hundred. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I would really like to own one, but I don't know if I have the income. And, and Ani's definitely not giving away any for free to anyone. So, what's the prize pig of this package? Really, just all the extra goodies and stuff. Yeah, but like half that stuff you're gonna lose. You know, those coins you lost that first twenty minutes in your pocket. Hey man, look at the co- gone fuck. Well, and it's the Evil X edition where it has the first Evil X on the cover instead of Scott. So there's like a regular hardcover edition with so Scott like a, on it. So like a variant. It. Yeah. A variant hardcover. What's that guy doing? That nothing. Cre- he's doing this. He's touching up all the the um, the art to make it more consistent throughout the series, and then someone else is coloring it. Oh, I see. Basically, Brian Lee O'Malley is going to live off of this for the rest of his life. Really? <laughs> so he should probably try to do something else. You think? He has some other properties and and such, but yeah, I don't I don't think he's really working on anything new because Doesn't he's care. just putting so much time back into this. Because and with this much interest in the hardcover, yeah, you know, they're looking to sell probably as many hardcovers as they did the small um, trade paperbacks. I find that a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and you add like another like fifteen dollars to that price tag, and that's huge. Well, I I guess this tit has no sign of drying up. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so. Which wow. is sad. I'd like to see what he can do next. Yeah, I mean, I'd like his his legacy not to end with Scott Pilgrim. He's fucking Scrooge McDuck in this shit. Yeah. Well, I just you know, there's always those creators that they have that one hit and then they can't get past it. No, anything he does anything after else. this, everyone will hate. Pretty much. And that's, then that's there'll be a fear. small percentage of going, "Well, I like it because I see how he's grown and changed as an artist." And then those group of assholes just to defend it because they love Scott Pilgrim so much, they'll give it a free pass. But everyone's going to be like, no, this isn't as good as Scott Pilgrim. How dare you? Or what I think is more likely to happen is there will be a spinoff from the Scott Pilgrim universe. How much more spinning can this book do? Well, 
I mean, he hasn't actually done any side tale adventures. Of do I follow the universe. X's before I, I get their backstory? <laughs> no, I, I would imagine you'd probably follow just Scott's X because she has the band and everything. Like that would be good for like one book, and then you could probably follow the main villain of the series, you know, for one book. Like really, yeah, maybe you could just do one book for each villain. One book for, I don't know, sex but bottom, and just move on from there. Huh. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that that's what he should do. I really think. What do you? That yeah, that's like that's the thing. Can, he just needs to find a story that's interesting and and tell it. And I just hope that he hasn't spent so much time with Scott Pilgrim that he's just, you know, brain fart perma perma brain fart. Hmm. But I really want that collector's edition. I believe you. <clears throat> what if else? you buy one for me, I will. I will give you a shout out on every podcast for the next hundred episodes i won't sit through that so don't buy it for him i guess especially <laughs> how that's coming down to <laughs> or don't listen to Ken. uh let's see what else we got going on what, what else seems exciting this batman movie cartoon <laughs> sorry yeah the only reason i put that on there to the agenda to talk about is because of the whole fucking part one thing yeah, what and is everyone's that? acting like, oh, that's okay, that's cool. I want to buy this DVD twice because you guys are fucking money grubbers and you're going to split it into two. The Dark Knight Returns, part one. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. When this was announced at WonderCon, it was just, here's the complete thing. And now it's like, oh, here's the first two issues, I guess, because we're going to do the second two later. Hmm. Unless they're going to do part two is the second volume which would be interesting i guess that would make a lot more sense but everything from the trailer shows that it's really only tackling the first like two or like first half of the the story like there's no joker or anything mentioned or shown in that uh isn't it just like a trailer. mutants or whatever yeah huh. wow that's kind of eh, i don't know if that's disheartening <clears throat> or not but i guess i'll just still see it because why not? Yeah. I don't know. I guess, was it purchase worthy and now it's not? It was definitely interesting. I mean, I was considering it. The art looked good. I wasn't crazy about um, Batman's voice. I mean, no no offense to Mr. Robocop himself, but it was he just sounded too cheery. I was like, this Batman's really cheery and happy-go-lucky. He's like, oh, this city is shit. Yes! I think... Uh, Good job, by the way, on that. Um, <laughs> I think uh, everyone's just going to have their favorite. I mean, you can't take away from the Batman animated because that's what it was just droned into your head for so long. Yeah. And it's just like when Hamill stopped doing the Jokers and like Joe, Joe Dimaggi or whatever, however you say his name, Bender. Oh, did, yeah. He did took over Joker's voice. I don't know if he's going to be always yeah. Joker or he just did it for that one movie or what, but I don't know. I'll check it out, I guess. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I, I just don't know if it's going to turn into more of a rental. Yeah, now. probably. So Yeah. I wait till someone else buys it, and I'm like, hey, let me borrow that. That's why Netflix exists. That's true. Well, I don't have the disc feature. I just you don't have streaming. The, why even have Netflix? Because I just get disc, and I sit there, and I stare at them. And I'm like, hmm. I'm well, never going to watch that. Put them in the player. <laughs> watch them go. <laughs> yeah. What about... Let's talk about comic books. Okay. Cause Let's do that. That's what we're here for, right? I think so. You wouldn't know it the way the 
kind of other bullshit we talk about. <laughs> Marvel Now news. Marvel Now. Creative teams. It's happening. Yeah. Fraction. Vaguely. How does it make you feel? Eh. Okay. I don't. Um, that's a really weird combination to me. Because family know that vaguely. Yeah, they're doing Fantastic Four. Right. Or it's going to be Future Foundation, one of the two. I think they're going to cancel Future Foundation, though, with this. Because um, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, for Yeah, because that's all Hickman's vision. So mm. I really don't see anyone else but having enough gusto to finish it out. or Yeah, and just having the, the mental fortitude to really understand what the hell he's doing with it. Oh. Um, you know, I mean, vaguely, we know he's like one of the fastest artists in the, the biz. Like, he yeah. can crank out. It's probably already done. Yeah, exactly. I just don't know if Fraction can keep up with him, to be honest. Ooh, snap. Didn't so, see that coming. Yeah, it just... I don't know, Fraction's a, what I call a research writer. He researches the shit out of the stuff, like his storylines, mm-hmm. before he does them. And because of that, you know, he has to be pretty far ahead. So if Bagley starts to catch up to him, then that's going to put a delay in the, the series. Or they're just going to have to... Like, all right, Bagley, settle the fuck down. One book a month. We're not gonna do two. So he's like, "Why not?" He's like, "Come on, I'm doing it." The hand, I can't stop it. You see, Idle Hands. It's like that. Without Jessica Alba in it. God, dude. <laughs> Great. Everyone just turned this off right like, now. Oh, fuck that movie. Um, what else are you excited for in this new pairing? I don't know. Read me some more. Worthy, Aaron, and I just missed it. Oh, Jason Aaron and uh, Ribic. Yeah. I got um, no clue what that could be. Oh, no, that's Thor. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's Thor. I, I Kevin's reading off the article where I, uh, I was a dick and didn't put what the, what they were because I got annoyed with Marvel not just saying, here's the book, and like, here's the teaser and the team. The shitty font. Yeah. I'm supposed to guess. Yeah, that's, uh, that one's definitely Thor. Um, I don't think that artist is as good as everyone says. Really? Yeah. His stuff on the uh, the ultimate, the newest Ultimates book was uh, I was not was whatever. It's like painted art and like digitally painted art, <clears throat> oh, and uh, everyone just kind of looks like sickly and gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't really need to see a sickly gross Thor. It's like all mm-hmm. right, cool. So from what I understand, are these books going to be fresh out the box? Just starting new. It's a reboot without ish. calling it a reboot. Yeah. So it's gonna keep the same number count. No, these are all number ones. Okay. So it's a reboot. Yeah. Okay. But it's not a reboot. Oh, I see. I'm Marvel just, doesn't like it when you call it a reboot. I'm just joining the revolution. Yeah. I of the reboot. I can I can get behind that. Yeah. Is Jimmy Chong is a real book? Yeah. Really? No, it's Deadpool. <laughs> that's that's apparently Deadpool's catchphrase. It's chimichangas. That's a lot. Of, Everybody loves it. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah. I don't uh, mind chimichangas. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy chimichangas. I don't really care if Deadpool likes chimichangas, though. Wow, there's a lot of people in that book. Yeah, Brian, um, I'm going to screw up his last name, Pushan or something. Mm-hmm. You know, the big guy with the goofy voice. Oh, yeah, that's how I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that guy. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Must have been a panel. 
Has it dug in and more? Yeah, Terry Moore, who you'll know from the first six issues of The Walking Dead. <laughs> finally, oh, wow. finally fucking doing art again. He's he was probably, like, I'm getting tired of fighting Kirkman for these paychecks all the time. We better get some other income coming in here just in case. Yeah, he's probably scarred. Uh, he's like, this lawsuit might not turn out well. I should draw something. Legacy? Which turns out that's going to be X-Men Legacy. What? Yeah, which was already a shitty name. And so I, when they were like, we're going to cancel this book, I was like, good, because that name blows. And then they were like, we're going to bring it back with a different font that sucks more. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Is it the same lineup? I don't know. They haven't announced who's the team. Who's are the team? Be. Yeah. I'm sure the closer we get. What I found like most kind of annoying about this list was the fact that they were just like, November for all of these. I yeah, know we said we were going to sprinkle them that's out. That's a heavy... That's what I kept looking November 12th. November yeah. 12th. November... Yeah, not because originally... 12, but 2012. Yeah, originally they put out... They were like, yeah, we're going to sprinkle it out. You know, it's not going to be all at once. And then just like, here's everything right now. And then next month, maybe we'll give you another 15 fucking titles. So... Yeah, that sounds intense. <clears throat> yeah, there's... Uh... Yeah, it... Extended, family, indestructible, legacy, worthy, soldier, invincible, chimichangas. That'd be a better book title than invincible. <laughs> See, that's why, I have, that's why I put it that way. I was like, hey, these almost make other titles that are better than your, your real titles. Yeah, indestructible, legacy, worthy, soldier, invincible, chimichangas. Invincible, chimichangas. I don't know. I know people are kind of like soured on the whole idea, but I'm... I'll read it. I don't care. I don't have these blind loyalties to these companies. I mean, I know what I like, and that's about it. Yeah. I just give mediocre opinions about what I like. So <laughs> that's. Uh, I'll check some of them out. There's already that. Like the thing with this one, and everyone can you know, just go all fanboy on me. I don't care. Um, I mean, the thing I learned with the DC one is I don't need to read all of them and give all of them a try. Exactly. Um, I know you shouldn't well, shouldn't judge it until you read it, but I think some of these I'll, I'll just wait for them to have six in the can, if, and then if I hear they're good by the six issue, then I'll go, give them a shot. Yeah, then you can go back and really just like yeah, judge them on six issues of merit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of going, oh, I hope this gets better. This isn't getting better. Or this is really good. Oh, now it went to shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna chase the dragon on this one, so. I'll read the ones that look interesting to me, and I'll be very willing to drop them if they instantly sour me. Just like, Marvel is a big enough company. I don't need to give them six issues to get their shit together. Yeah. Especially how far out they're kind of planning this. Especially with the no, teams gotta, they have. Yeah, it's like, you got, you have no excuses. I don't, I don't need to sit here and hope you figure it out. Yeah. You're a giant fucking corporation. That's it. Like, 90, <clears throat> like... Most of those guys are really top-tier talent, too. So Yeah, that was the only thing that kind of impressed me about that list, is yeah. that it wasn't like DC's real, like, who? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Why? Who dusted off the fucking the 90s shelf and just brought it over to DC? Oh, the 90s editor did. Great. Fuck. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, all these guys are still alive. You want to you give them a job? Oh, wait, that's my decision. <laughs> oh, I did it. Leadfield, Leadfield, let's go get lunch. And he's just like, okay. He's like, gets out of the dumpster. He's just like, oh. <laughs> I, I call teeth and shoulders. Of course you do, you crazy bastard. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and man boobs. Can't forget the man boobs. Tiny jaws. That too. When they're face forward. 
but when they're on the side, it's floating just, feet. Floating feet. I love the floating feet. We're gonna make the jumping in the air. We should make t-shirts that say "floaty feet," and then just have like really shitty like boot designs not touching the ground with yeah. dust around them. Yeah, <laughs> or someone else. Yeah, that's a classic. Somehow the character kicked up a shitload of dust, and, <laughs> but they're walking really dramatically slow, yeah. like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, they got the Arnold Schwarzenegger like Terminator One walk. If if Image wanted to make a lot of money, floaty feet t-shirts. No. No, fuck Image. We're doing that. <clears throat> no, if they want to make a lot of money, they take that infinite, the infinite cover where it shows the same character. Shorter. And one shorter, even though he's like 27 and his older self was like 40, and somehow he grew another like four inches. They should take that cover because then that I would buy that. Can can the other guy have like a little baby gap hat t shirt or a oh, hat on and would. it fits perfectly? Yeah. <laughs> like why does that fit you? That's for a toddler. Yeah. It's weird how you got more hair when you got older too. Mm. Features a bitch. <laughs> so Well, we have a um, very special guest. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna let Dustin introduce him. He works on comic books. I didn't want to give it away, I'm sorry. Alright, uh, so we're here talking to Micah Kanashiro, who um, worked on Broken Pieces most recently from Aspen, and we're just going to ask him some questions about, uh, you know, what's what's happening in the comic world with him. So, um, do you want to say hello to everyone <laughs> real quick? I guess I should let you do that. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, thank you. Good, and uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what, uh, do you have any projects coming up in the works uh, any creator owned stuff or some freelance games? yeah um i got a, a lot of like uh, personal projects that i've been working on for a long time but uh, the stuff that i have coming up like professionally i guess uh, i can't really talk about because uh contracts haven't been signed or anything yet so but um but yeah i got a lot of personal stuff that i'm always trying to uh, uh get done over over the years but oh okay so um nice. Like, for the for the personal stuff, is there any any hints or you know kind of uh, uh, genres that they well, fall in? Yeah, um, well, I don't know. I mean, they're 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 not really um, they're not really comic books. Uh, oh, okay. I have one comic idea that, it, that um, but the, the most of the stuff is like I guess it's more picture book related. Um, okay. So it's like they're, they're kind of like um, it's like a children's book format, but. The, the stories are, um, I don't know, I, I guess they're kind of for, for anybody, any age range. But, uh, any, anyone that can read, basically, kind of thing? What's that? It's like anyone that can like just read and experience it and anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah hopefully. But I, I haven't seen a lot of that stuff out there, so I don't know what, what you'd categorize it as. But, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, something yeah. new. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I know in your... Um, kind of your, your resume, you have a lot of, like, concept art. Is that mostly mm-hmm. your own projects that you've done the concept art for, or do you have any others that you're, you're working on? Yeah. Uh, that, that, most of that stuff is for fun. I haven't done any, any production art uh, professionally or anything. But, uh, oh, okay. Well, you yeah, should, that, because that that's awesome. Fun. Yeah. I, like, I had some, some of that stuff is from uh, other projects that I was doing um, that I'll probably never get around to finishing, but... Uh, um, most of it was, was just uh, had a weird design idea, and I just hmm. figured I'd 
Well, that's uh, that's very cool. And um, you have you have a website. What's the what's the website so that people can visit? It's, and see? Um, uh, it's just uh, my full name, MicahKanshiro uh, dot com, but uh, MK dash illustration also works out. Uh, okay. It's, uh, easy to remember so. right yeah everyone should really check out your concept art because yeah. there's a lot of actually like just really cool designs it's awesome yeah oh thanks so um and then so kind of what's your background with art like are you traditionally taught or did, are you all self-taught i'm self-taught yeah my my dad was an illustrator um oh, nice. he worked for like surfing companies and um he uh he did like surfboard designs and t-shirt designs and stuff oh, that's and so really cool. early on he um he taught me some real, real basic uh, kind of, uh, you know, the, the fundamentals of, of like illustration. So that you know, things like are made up of really basic shapes and uh, some basic proportion and perspective stuff. But it was like elementary school sort of, uh, you know, when I, when I was still in elementary school. So it was a, a oh, long so time ago. But uh, so you got beyond the- that, everything was just reading books and. Okay, but you got the fundamentals like really early on, so that's wow, that's cool. Yeah, I was I was really into drawing early on, but I, I didn't draw for uh, kind of all through middle school and high school, and then I got back into it later. But uh, okay, um, yeah, it was, I was I was just kind of like you know doodled in math class and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> um, and then what kind of always stood out to me even in your um you know your comic work and also your comment or your concept art that you have is the um the coloring um mm-hmm. i'm assuming you probably use photoshop but uh like like how yeah. many layers are we talking about when you do it um well i didn't get that last word um like because i know a lot of it ends up being like numerous layers um do you like how many layers on average do you end up having for like a, oh. a single piece yeah, I don't, there's no, like, consistent number of layers that I use, but, uh, yeah, um, it's, it's not, I mean, it, coloring was one of the, the sort of, uh, later things that I learned, and, uh, I'm still, you know, trying to, it, it's weird because a lot of people will, uh, you know, point that out that they like, they like a lot of the coloring, but of all the stuff that I, I do, I think it's the thing I know the least about, but, um, oh. I mean, I basically kind of, it's, it's like an intuitive, I guess, uh, color selection process, but I just use like the, you know, like the RV wheel or whatever. Okay. And kind of take colors for that and so. Just doing whatever feels right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, and, and how did you get your, your start in comic books? Like, did someone approach you or did you, you know, just do like portfolio reviews or something? Um, uh, it's weird talking about getting, cause I'm still kind of a noob, you know, in, in comics. Uh, it was actually just a couple of years ago. Um, I was, uh, I was just kind of bringing my portfolio around to, to at, at the San Diego, uh, Comic-Con. Nice. And, really? uh, one of the first people I brought it to was uh, David Finch, and then he really liked it and brought it to Aspen, and oh, wow. and they hired me to do broken pieces. But, uh, nice. Wow. Do you uh, do you talk to David Finch at all now? You're just like, hey, and he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, I saw him at the Long Beach convention. Uh, was it last year or most of the year before that? And uh, we uh, took me out to dinner and stuff. So. Oh, that's oh, cool. Nice, but uh, yeah, he's a super, super nice guy, and obviously just insanely talented. But uh, uh, yeah, that, that's 
That's cool. Um, have you been? How has the the con circuit been? Because I know you've you did uh, you just recently did San Diego Comic Con. Has there been like a big response to people at your booths and stuff? I, I didn't have a booth this year. Oh, um, okay. I, I yeah I, I I'm, I'm hopefully I'll get one next year. But uh, this year I was just kind of just just walking around and stuff. But uh, um, yeah, I mean the response when I was there with Aspen uh, the year before um, is. is pretty good you know a lot of people didn't know what broken pieces was and you know it was pretty still pretty new but uh yeah i guess i don't know people like this stuff so oh that's cool <laughs> all right yeah um well and i guess uh i guess that brings us to kind of our our last question of uh what's uh, become almost a staple of the interview process of the um <laughs> it has kevin <laughs> the kiss kill mary where we give yeah. you uh, three creators and you get to pick, and uh, we'll try. It. We're going for more of like uh, creators that you're not going to have to worry about working with, I guess, yeah. in a way. Um, yeah. So I the choices I came up with were uh, Jack Kirby, uh, Jim Stranko, I believe I said his last name right, and then um, John Romita Senior. So. Not the kiss killer, Mary. Yeah, one of one of those. Well, you can mm. you can dodge the kiss one a little bit. Like we, we don't. Uh, um, you can you can hold his hand. The second one, uh, Jim Strinko, um from uh, Nick Fury days, or uh, yeah. Well, that's the character he's most. The funny thing is, I don't I don't like. I don't actually know that much about uh, uh, comic book artists. A lot of oh. like, classical comic book artists. Most of the stuff that I. I artists I know about it, like, uh, you know, illustrators and painters and stuff, so I, I don't know who the second guy is. Okay, we'll swap him out for Alex Ross, then. <laughs> Alex Ross, okay, well, then I'd marry Alex Ross. Good choice, and, good choice. And, um, I would, uh, I gotta kill one of them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can kill him softly I, with your words, that's okay, too. I would kill, uh, uh Jack Kirby, because he's so good. Yeah. And, the other one? Uh, John Romita sen- Senior. Or Junior, whichever one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then I'd, I'd marry that one. <laughs> See, now he's a big mess. He has two. Yeah, you, yeah. you have you married two. That's okay, though. <laughs> That's oh, fine. I married two, and I, I didn't do something. Yeah. All right. You can hold his just hand on the forehead like at night, yeah. and you're just like... <laughs> you just tuck him in. We'll yeah. do that. We'll change it to tuck him in at night, and that's fine. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for joining us. And, you know, if there's anything you want to promote real quick, that would be super awesome. And we'll give you that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, like I said, unfortunately, I wish I wish there was something I could talk about right now. But, uh, um, yeah, I, we <laughs> I can just blow up the to pitch something or to, to promote something. Then. We can uh, keep an eye on you in the future for exciting things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot you an email. There you go. Be cool. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us. All right, cool, thanks, man. All right, have a good one. And we're back. What did I miss, Dustin? You missed an awesome interview with Micah. What? Um, the artist from Broken Pieces. So. What? Riveting. <laughs> big thing. What? Big shouts for him you know, yes. stopping by. Thank you for him being on the podcast and everything. CBMFP family, forever growing. Always. Like juggalos. <laughs> Not like Douglas. I huh? wish, dude. They're like a billion strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anywho. You want to talk about books you read? Yeah, uh, real quick. If you're, you know, a creator that wants to be on the podcast, though, we're more than happy to have creators on. I think we should, you know, kind of throw that out there. Well, yeah. So if you create comics in any facet, write them, draw them, cook them, stuff them. <laughs> Produce them. Read Sunday comics. You just want to, you want to do a little. We won't take you. I mean, hit, if, hit you're, say, yeah. Yeah. if you're just a comic reader, you know, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I don't know. So what do you like to read? Oh, that sucks. No, that sucks too. <laughs> Unless you really don't like that. Did you just say Family Circus? Get the fuck off. Click. Family Circus. It's all right. No, it's not. Jeffy? Uh, I don't even know their names. <laughs> you do. You gotta, you're wearing I the t-shirt don't. right now. Yeah, that's not. Jeffy for life. <laughs> now I'm going to get that t-shirt because it'll be funny. It'll be ironically funny. Mm, hipster talk right there. Yeah, I guess it was. So. Comic books. Agreed. You want to start off with your... You know what? I'm going to start off with Idolized. Okay. It's not even out, but I read it. Is it out? No, it comes out next week. Well, I read it. You should, too. If not for anything, the art yeah, was sweet. That's uh, Michael Gunnell? Dude should be doing every book on the shelf. He's done a lot of Aspen titles. He's awesome. Delic, which was a terrible fucking book that jumped around and had no consistency in its plot or story. But man, he made it look good. It was fucking beautiful. I just stopped. (laughs) Third issue, I just gave up. I just started reading. And it had a zero issue, so that was like, I I gave it four, and then I just... Four and some change. Yeah, three and some change. But, uh, yeah. No, his art is very, very good. Um, The Skinny... It's American Idol, derp, if you didn't catch that. (laughs) And basically, superheroes audition to go to New York to be the real deal, Holyfield, to be, I don't know if it's going to do like a Justice League thing. Yeah, it's basically the competition is to be on um, the next, kind of like on the justice uh, system. (laughs) Like like the equivalent of the Justice League. Correct. For that universe. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. Um, girl goes up for her audition, tells her her backstory. And you just see really, really cool art. The art is amazing. Her character design is cool. And that's just the... That's pretty much why you're going to buy this book. At least the first issue. And then in hopes it goes somewhere interesting. Because I could give two shits about American Idol or The Voice or any of that shit that is popular television. Well, I think, because I've actually done a print interview with uh, the writer, David. Um, Where can I find that interview, Dustin? On cockmasters.com, Kevin. Seamless plug. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The the catch of that book is not so much the contest, it's her her sordid history and how Mm -hmm. she's really, she's there for revenge and that's like it. And so I think that's probably the more interesting part, and that's what's going to, um, from what he said, that's what's going to take the spotlight, not so much the actual contest. You know, like you're not going to keep going back and right. I hope not because boring. Yeah, you know, and he's not going to you know go be like here's six issues where we just really kept going back to this. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can almost excuse that for being at jump off point, but I don't know. It's it's the art. I won't. I'll stop saying it now because. That was my, that was the highlight of the book. Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, 
it's a it's a fantastic art like I'd, all of those covers yeah like and their <laughs> covers like a motherfucker for that book they have the photo cover with that hot ass model then they have um the art adams cover which is really cool that they got art adams to do a cover and then they have the um i forget his first name but it's a boss he does a lot of the he does a lot of their covers he does a lot of xenoscope covers his cover just, machine. Yeah, he just he's like I I draw hot ass covers, and you're like, oh yes, you do. So yeah, I, and I just bring that book up because it's the last thing that I read, and it just struck a chord with me. Huh? Cool. I had to bring that energy to the people. Had to. Good. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't have because now everybody's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't think they'll. No, they don't. I hope they don't say that. They probably are gonna like, hey, I'm gonna check that book out on Wednesday. So. Awesome. You should. At least stand there and just, you know, like read it in the store and shit. And just go, this book's fucking, yeah, it's art's awesome. I'm done. And then, and then like, the owner's like, hey, buddy, it's in a library. And you're like, fuck you, Tony. You never put my back issue. I, just, I got a box. You never fucking put the right issues in there. And he's like, you need to leave. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has probably happened to most people. What is, what go is to your a comic book shop at some point. What? Um, <laughs> I read Blade of the Immortal, volume 25. They're still doing that book? Yes. I and remember. This volume is the shit. It started off pretty powerful. This, uh, it reveals kind of how his body works. Oh, wow. And it is not like an afterthought, you know? Because, I mean, he's been doing this book for years. Uh, let's see. Started in 1998, I want yeah. to say, or 1997, actually, because he won his first award in 1998. So, I mean, shit, he's been doing it for over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it doesn't read like he just got to the point where he's like, all right, I have to explain it. Fuck it. Like, you can you can see the seeds that, like, and they go back and they show you the little different scenes of stuff right. of, like, hey, remember this scene? Well, here's where I kind of already mapped this this all out. Um, it has uh, the Shira guy. I don't know if you remember that character. He's the one that like carved his own arm off, so the bones were just sticking out. Oh yeah. Sharpened them, so he just used that as a weapon because uh, Manji took his arm originally. And uh, it's like it's like their final fucking battle, and it is like that guy's scary. Like, he's just it's he's epic. the scariest fucking character. It's not too epic yet. Oh, like, it's there's still a building. lot of yeah. Because, like, in the middle of it, and I'm not going to spoil it too much, but, like, something happens, and then it goes to, like, in his typical storytelling fashion, he goes to, like, something that happened previously to explain that. Right. And uh, so it spends a little bit of time there. Like, the action and the reaction, just like Yeah. Because there's, there's, like, a holy shit moment, and you're like, oh, fuck. And if anyone's following the book, anytime Shiro shows up, you're just like, oh, this guy's a crazy motherfucker bunch of people about to get raped and killed because that's his mo mm. and so when this holy shit moment happens you're like oh now I'm, I'm way more scared of this guy now so he's a loose cannon yeah i wanted your gun and your badge on my desk <laughs> noon well, kind of they let him out of prison just they were just like fuck it just go <laughs> just go kill that guy please and we'll stop just stop talking about it go yeah the, pretty much yeah the um the shogun was just like i'm gonna let you out just go kill him I don't ever want to see you again after that, though. Like, I see you again after that, like, I will send an entire army to kill your ass. I don't care. <clears throat> um, there's also, like, it opens up, it finishes off the last chapter of the previous one, mm-hmm. and there's this awesome scene where he goes to, like, first person 
with like the sword and everything and it just shows him looks like cutting people and he starts doing these like blood splots on the page until it just fills the entire panel cool and then he just gives you the splash page of just showing the fucking murder like the carnage yeah it was so intense i was like oh my god this is beautiful and he had this great scene where um the same guy chops off this guy's arms and front of his head (laughs) and it just kind of slow it's just like barely detached right so it's not like super gory but you're just like oh fuck he just it's gave you a clean shave there. It just ruined your morning. Yeah. Afternoon and night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, that's that's from Dark Horse. And... I'm really surprised that book's going on. I mean, I read it when it first started. I think I have like first 16, 17 volumes of it. And then I was just like, I can't keep up with this. Well, yeah, originally you, you had loaned me the first volume, and that's what got me hooked on it. And we kind of talked about it the last time I talked about this was months and months ago since the volumes take so long to come out yeah. but um yeah they went at one point they shifted over to just doing trades like dark Horse. yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry had trades yeah yeah and uh yeah no they've just been slowly chugging along so every time they're like hey we got a new trade i'm like fuck yes yeah, so yeah it just it takes so long that sometimes i forget you know and yeah, I, I know it's a lot of he's finishing it releasing it in japan right. getting it translated getting it it's a lot know, of steps involved yeah, because unfortunately they started with this book. They had, they weren't doing the, you know, they were flipping it for American audiences. So now they have to go back through and keep mm-hmm. that consistency. Otherwise, it's going to be like, why am I on chapter twenty five and all of a sudden I got to read the book backwards? So, yeah, like they don't want to confuse the the buyer, the, yeah, the buyer, the, fan the base. audience, and the fan base. So, but it's really fucking good. Like this, this volume super impressed me. So, what else have you been reading? Something about a tank, maybe? Oh, I read a think tank. Number one. Is there any tanks in there? No. Oh. No, no tanks. Oh. No rolling and smashing and shooting. Um, yeah, it was okay. Uh, there's a review for it on the site. Did you ever see a Real Genius? Yes, I did. Oh, well, then there you go. It's pretty much Real Genius. <laughs> Not really, but... His character kind of reminds me of that. He's like the main guy is. Uh, he works for DARPA. He's in like one of their facilities. He creates. And he kind of has like a conscious all of a sudden. Where I create mega weapons and cool devices that kill people, and that's fucked up. And I'm like, duh. Yeah. What What do you think they made like fucking cookies and shortbread and do shit? You think they, the military is interested in war profiteering, buddy? Power? That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's like power generation. Um. But, you know, there, are, of course, are some projects that don't involve killing and, you know, maiming and stuff. You know, like a cloaking device and, you know. Yeah. Well, defensive. It's still, you know, plays exactly. into all you're doing is helping someone else kill. So. But he's got that, uh, you know, cheese puff, World of Warcraft slacker mentality. He's like, you want it win? Ha, 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 ha. You know what I mean? So the military is just like, all right, fuck, knuckle. We're going to bring in your buddy that you went to school with and known your whole life. And maybe he can whip you into shape. And because you guys went to school together, maybe we can speak rationally to him and he'll be able to reach you. That's stupid. So, but yeah, basically, he his smart-ass antics has jeopardized him and his friend's job now. But now his friend has responsibilities such as family and, you know, hmm. bills. His friend grew up. Yeah. And he, so they're not really friends. I guess they are. They hang out together. I'm forced to read their conversation in a panel, so I assume they're buddies. <laughs> <laughs> well... 
and basically then so he's like oh if you could read my thoughts you'd actually you know feel that because i can't convey them and i can't express to you how this hurts me that you're jeopardizing my fucking job so uh, he basically he, he can't convey it he just or is it just that the asshole doesn't understand he's an asshole because <laughs> he's an asshole but the asshole just one-ups it and then creates a device where he can read your thoughts and it, they'll be like if I'm like, hey, Dustin, what's your favorite food? And you're like, penis. And then it comes back to this little cell phone. And I'm like, Dustin loves pee-pees. And then we all have a laugh. <laughs> and then <laughs> someone's laughing somewhere. Because they're like, snap, that's how it works. <laughs> so he's like, hey, I got this device. It's been something I've been tinkering with. And, you know, he, of course, he gives all the you know, ramifications of, you know, it's, it can only have so much power. And it's got, you know, stipulations. And of course. You know, but he's like, we should go field test it. But, Here's the limitations of this magical device I created. But we're not allowed because, you know, military's got us on, you know, lockdown because we're supposed to be, let's sneak out. So they do, of course, because it's, you know, a big government facility. Yeah, they go to the really club, bottle above. <laughs> and he starts step playing loud, I'm assuming. I, I don't think so. It'd probably be more of like a house or a techno vibe oh, okay. inside a club. I mean, dubstep's too aggressive. for Maybe people. they were in a dubstep club. No, it was just a typical skank club. Was DJ Mouse there? Or Dead Mouse? Whatever dead, the fuck. It's Dead Mouse. Is. Yeah, Dead Mouse. Um, no, he wasn't. It was just hmm. like a bar, dude. I don't want to go to this club then. It's it's more of a watering hole. Okay, but so there's skanks there, so they're like, they're he's like, yeah. And the married guy's like, I can't be caught with this. Look out the window. Loot, there's dude. skanks everywhere. Well, he's not there. He just drops off uh, Val Kilmer there. Oh. So he starts hitting him up, and he'll, he'll he just eyeballs the ladies. And he's like, hey, baby. And then he looks down at the phone, and they're, they're like, you know, eat a dick. And he's like, all right, next one. And then he just keeps... So he's just kind of like getting their thoughts off the machine. Oh, she's not wearing underwear. No underwear. Nope. Well, I don't think... Really drunk. I don't think girls think, I'm not wearing any underwear. So the, There's a joke, Kevin. Oh, well, you know, those. this is a serious review. <laughs> really? Yes. Good to know. So he starts just playing the field, hooks up with this one chick... And they just, you know, horizontal mambo. Cool. In the club or? No, he goes back to the house and her apartment. Her apartment. They go back to DARPA, dude, and bang right in front of the colonel. He's like, hey, colonel, it works. He's He's like, like, what worked? That was a secret. Are we taking turns or I'm really Uh, Sloppy seconds. Colonel's nasty. (laughs) Chinese finger trap. Ew. (laughs) No, they go back to her place and. She's like, oh, God, he's probably married. Blah. Whatever relationship blossoms within that five panels. And uh, <laughs> then he goes to leave. Guess who's at the front door? Military. Military. Uh, helicopters They're and like, everything. What? They, yeah, they were fucking around. They, they pulled up every means of transportation to her doorstep. And so it was her first thing. So you are married. To your job. <laughs> <laughs> No, then it was like, to be continued, an issue too. I am not interested in this issue anymore. No? No. I wasn't really interested from the description. I know you were kind of like, oh, I kind of want to check that book out. Yeah, I think think tanks are, you know, cool ideas. You know, a bunch of smart dudes hanging out, you know, shooting the breeze, you know, curing cancer and polio. Are we still fighting polio? Mm, Yes. System works. (laughs) (laughs) So stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this could be an interesting idea for a book. But it really hasn't... It doesn't got... sound like a think tank, though. No, it, like it didn't do that. Dude. It tricked me. It tricked me. Yeah. It sounds like, oh, people like the name think tank, 
I'll just make one dude. It was, yeah. And then he watched Real Genius, which... Everybody know. wants to rule the Did world. they make popcorn at the end? Oh, they sure didn't. What? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we still got like five. Dude, they'll do it. it. The colonel will come home. What am I saying? We'll have to see if this book comes out. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. The colonel will come home. He'll be like, oh, goddamn, rapscallion at the think tank. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Opens the door, just popcorn hits him. He's in the flood of it. It would totally just like kill him though, because it'd throw him into like a fence post or something. It wouldn't be just like scalding hot, just like probably, (laughs) especially when it was cooked by a fucking laser. Yeah, so good movie. Check out Val Kilmer's work on IMDb. You can just (laughs) Google that and Google a picture of what he looks like most recently. Real creepy. Don't look at that. Just go back to and you'll be like, "Wow, Island Doctor Moreau." You kind of can play. <laughs> you can play both roles now. I live at Doctor Starbucks. That's where you're always there, dressed like a weirdo. Just kinda, kidding. He, he kind of is dressed like a a fat woman in a moo. <laughs> Dude, he has like. We've talked about this no, before. We can't. Be. We can't talk about Val. That's fine. We should get him on. We should try to get him on the podcast. Val, come hit us up. We know you're not working. He's like, I am working. I have many projects. Um, He's a diva. He'll ask for like shit in this dressing room or something. We'll be like, uh, Val, we're calling you on your cell phone. I don't know how we're supposed to get this shit to you. He's like, well, I have Sprint and have spotty service over here. So. Just say I'm your Huckleberry. Thanks for listening to Comic Bazards <laughs> and just get the fuck off the phone. People will be like, boo, do a live from Batman. <laughs> don't do Huckleberry flying. Yeah. I can't even think of a line that he said of Batman. Check, please. Uh, oh, no. Well, no. I guess he would have said that to the producers. <laughs> eh, close enough. I'll take it. <clears throat> so that was Think Tank. I mean, it was black and white. The art was kind of cool. Their eyes were creepy. It was like this extra like, ki- like dead socket behind their eyes. Like It was just colored in dark. That kind of bothered yeah. me. But then it was kind of cool at the same time. I was like, oh, maybe they're all dead already. <laughs> <laughs> so I made up my own storyline. <laughs> Uh, it kind of pissed me off. It's so real genius. I was actually working on a story that didn't, not so much real genius. It had like one slight, small, similar element that where I was going to pitch it of like, it's similar to this, you know, that sort of deal. You're going to find other projects to relate it to. And you should read it first before you, I, I kind of just made that comparison in my brain. Just do that. He's more snarky than Val Kilmer in real genius. Val Kilmer in real genius was more fun loving. Was, they were freezing the hall. Guy. They were hallways. They were sliding in the hallways. He was more of the um, party over here, super yeah. senior, never going to graduate. He was the Polly Shore. Who? And <laughs> son-in-law. <laughs> I don't know why I just made a reference to a movie that came out after Real Genius, but it just seemed fun. I just wanted to say Polly Shore, son-in-law. If you want to get great Polly- movie, you want to watch that. I think my mom likes that. Guys. Had the fat kid from uh, Mighty Ducks. Playing the same Weren't character. they all fat kids in Mighty Ducks? No, just him. <laughs> just, just <laughs> was awesome in Sandlot as the fat oh. kid, too. Same character, every movie. All right, the overweight. I wonder what he looks like now. <laughs> uh, probably the same? Yeah. Eh, what can you do? What did you read? I read Black Kiss 2, number one. I read that, too. I didn't like it. It was, I mean, it was like, I don't know. I, I can't say I didn't like it. I didn't. It's weird. I don't have, I don't have an emotion for it either way. And that's why I gave it a three, because I was like, you didn't make me hate you. You didn't make me love you. I'm just like, I'm here. It did stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was wieners everywhere. There was 
wang a go go. Yeah, it was like I think I put dongage. There was a lot of dongage. Lots of dongage. And rape. Um, yeah. It was more it was monster rape, so is, yeah. is that okay? Is that okay if it's monsters? <clears throat> well it's a different type of rape. That's true. For sure. It's like that anime tentacle Yeah. Like real tentacle wieners flying everywhere where you're just like, come on guys. If we this get is it. what a succubus looks like. No, thank you. I don't ever want to run into one Mm-mm. in my life. In a dark alley? You sure don't. Nope. Because all of a sudden your pants will be gone and you'll get a wiener up your butt. I mean, that's just your normal Friday night. <laughs> hey This guy with the wiener. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> Ratings through the roof. So what do you think of it? Since you um, also read it and that was, that was a news flash to me. I didn't know. I was that. like, we're on a boat? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't remember the Titanic having prostitutes. Yeah, I was just like... But... Is this the I Titanic, or is this doubt. like no? That was the Titanic. The demonic Titanic, or something. <laughs> Apparently, succubuses are hanging out on the Titanic too. And I didn't understand if the succubus made it off, or just the guy that she raped. And it creeped me out when she turned into a, a baby and continued to rape him. At that point, <laughs> I was like, I think you can fight a baby off, sir. He was like, but do I really wanna? <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, dude, we get it. And I think he would have died being naked. In that water, yeah. With only his, I think the hypothermia would have just sock straps, yeah. But maybe he had enough demon seed in him that he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I could survive anything. I'm so full of demon jism that I, <laughs> you couldn't. I don't need to eat for a week. <laughs> and then he burps, and everybody's like, <laughs> it smells like your breath, Dolly. She's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he was talking to some old woman. I was like, just throw her overboard. Dude, she shouldn't have made it. Use her as a life raft. Yeah, so I don't like know what the two seconds. Are. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Mario jump, then the log sinks after <laughs> you jump on it. Like, oh, I can't go back. I missed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what the story it was, was about. <laughs> it wasn't like you said. It wasn't horrible. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm more curious like, of like what's, what's going, going on. Yeah, it's just like what's going on. What's going to happen? But I got a feeling by the time I get to the end, I'm going to be pissed off because nothing's going to happen. Either nothing's going to happen, or it's just going to it's going to talk so fucking much, yeah. and you're going to be like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. There was a boat in the first one, and then you're just going to totally yeah. like, well, like black out in the middle of the issue. And I'm not sure who I'm following. Am I going to follow yeah. the guy off the boat? Am I going to follow that? Jewish guy banging the Irish chick for fucking. She had a she had pages. a she had a salty mouth. Yeah, she was like he was like he's not looking to make an honest woman out of her. And then she was like more fucking. And I was like yeah, I can see why. Yeah, yeah that's, you uh, almost respect her for doing what she wants. Yeah. You're just like okay, well you know I mean she's a fan of the dingling and yeah. she needed it and she you're just needed like the dongage. respect young woman. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't respect her. <laughs> just no he was just like give me that hair yeah so this is an adult book by the way i mean this is it i is. mean if you're like 12 years old and listening to us hey welcome yeah. um, but <laughs> you're gonna have a hell of a time getting you're this book have to, yeah unless you know like the comic book unless your color. parents bought you an ipad and you have their code so you can make Boom. purchases suck it parents getting black kids too oh yeah. it's dirty oh i'm reading it <laughs> At the dinner table. Oh, I'm really confused about the storyline, just like they said. <laughs> oh, Grandma, we're at the dinner table. Read this part out loud. Oh, we're rebelling. <laughs> I dropped my iPad and the mashed potatoes. Oh. If you're that kid, you're dad's, awesome. Dad's just like, oh, well, something's gay. There's a lot of dongs here. <laughs> a lot of dongs. I knew it. I knew it. 
And uh, that's the old iPad, so who cares if it's in the master Who cares? I got that one with the fucking screen and the chip that's better than anything else in the world. Oh, Dad, you don't love me? Buy me a new one. Uh. <laughs> well, so your child is Master P. <laughs> with yes. All the, uh. <laughs> no, he's Master P's kid. Actually, that whole uh, description was Master P and his household. Do you know Just Remember I... he had all those movies, self Self the DVD. Isn't his movie. kid Little Bow Wow or something? No, it's not Little Bow Wow. But it's, it's just like, Bow Wow now. Well, yeah, but Little Bow, it's Romeo. Yeah, it's Romeo. It's Romeo. It's not Little Bow Wow. Little Romeo or just Romeo? It was Little Romeo, and then he became Romeo. And now he probably has a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably with working apparently with Tyler a, Perry. Yeah, apparently he's working with Tyler Perry. So it is like having a drug problem. Boop, boop, boop. So that's Black Kiss 2. Black Kiss 2, check it out. I'm sure a bunch of people are going to read it because their favorite comic creators were like... I'm sure Bendis was all over Twitter. Everyone buy this book. It changed my life. And then everyone's going to read it like, whoa, what <laughs> changes did you make in your life after reading this book? My conception of pee-pees. Yeah, and he says it like that with that melody. <laughs> he hits those notes in that range. Pee-pees. <laughs> and then he puts out a gif of him singing it with subtitles underneath. <laughs> That's, that's and it's all bootsy, like he has headphones on while he's doing it. He's like, dude, dude, dude. He's got those little cat headphones that go for about $1,000 right now <laughs> on each ear. Oh, yeah, I saw that shit. It's dumb. Oh. If you buy your cat headphones, you got You should problems. just throw your cat in the fireplace. You should give me that money. Oh. I mean. Well, well played. And I'll, I'll sing to your cat all day. Well, he will. He loves cats, so he will. I mean, I like them. They're all right. They're fine. <laughs> Let's move on. Right. Yeah, see, we brought up cats, and it just soured them. <laughs> see, cats, see the magical power you have over him. C A T K A T. However you want to spell it, he hates it. <laughs> what other books did you read? Or just um, oh, does that count? Because I threw in that I read. Black Kiss. Yeah, I think we we tag team that one. Whoa. Well, um, I mean, the only other book I can uh. So, uh, like, yeah, I'll save it for the next time. It, it, you know, I mean, we're kind of getting towards the end, and I don't want to shortchange it. So, because I mean, I have before you shortchange people, I apologize that book just really went too long talking about it. <laughs> I don't. People are gonna be like, oh, I love the Mario reference, and then they talked about some other shit. There was a lot of dog Pen- talk. Penis medleys. We talked about penis medleys. Cat. Headphones? I mean, come on. Where are you going to get that? All bases are covered. Everything. Wow. We gave you the kitchen sink. So you're on your own, though, if you read the book and don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gave it average review because we didn't know how to rate it. So. That's I mean, it. it damn near got a WTF review. Really? Yeah. Or I was just like, no score, just WTF. I don't know what happened. Just stuff happened. Blew my mind. Know. I don't know. But there you go. So. There it is. Whoop. There it is. CBMFP. Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast, in case you were ever wondering what that meant. Because I've kind of looked in the past. I was like, we really don't say that anymore. It's not really as a dominant yeah, no. vocal centerpiece type thing. It's probably it's probably best, I guess. Probably. Who cares? We'll, we'll Once we get t-shirts ever, if that ever happens, we'll put that on a t-shirt and then you can... CBMFP. Yeah. We'll put the motherfucking podcast on the back or something so you can say it loud, say it proud, walk down the streets. Yeah. And then people walking behind you will be like, look at this distasteful look at this fuck. Asshole. I can't wait to see what's on the front. And they're like, oh, it's just fuck. I got me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's classy. 
<laughs> day I expected one. a middle finger. I expected that really bad Hulk tattoo where it says Hulk and he's flipping you off and he's got white hair for some reason. Honey, you knew about that? You know me, it's rounds on the internet and I am checks heavy, dear. <laughs> there you go. That's the podcast. It's comicbastards.com. You can find us on the Google Plus. You can find actually big resounding Google Plus feedback. Thank you guys. Yep. Facebook, we're on that. Twitter, we're on that. Uh, there's a Tumblr. Surprise, we're on that. Pinterest. Guess where we're at. We're on that. On it. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. See you guys next time. Comic book, Reginald? Are you sure? As sure as I am of your disgusting pig knuckle touch. All right, Reginald. You be careful. All right, let me see here. I'm just going to flip through a couple of pages. Oh. Oh. I can't read. <gasps> oh, dear God. I can't read. I know. The only words I know are Bologna and Jalapeno. Oh. oh, bologna and jalapeno? Oh, that sounds delicious. Our lives are filled with such chows. <laughs> oh, it's chaos. Chaos, you stupid slag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight it. When you fight it, it hurts me. Tickles, Reginald. <laughs> uh, bring in the thunder and dynamite. <laughs> Why won't you shut up? <laughs> I'm sweating now. And I, what was that? You can stop it. <laughs>